This is the Better Than Before Betrayal podcast, episode number 51, Emotional Childhood. Have you or someone you know experienced betrayal from a husband's pornography use, sexually compulsive behaviors, or other forms of infidelity? Hi, I'm Ruthie. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and a life coach certified through the Life Coach School. In this podcast, I will share my experience of growth and healing as I have learned tools and concepts to help me take responsibility for my own happiness, find peace, confidence, and become a stronger version of myself. Come with me and let me show you how to have a life that is better than before betrayal. Hi there. How are you all doing out there? Thanks for joining me today. Uh, I am going to be talking about emotional childhood today. Have you heard this term? Emotional childhood is when we don't take responsibility for how we feel. As humans, we mature physically with the passing of time. We don't really have to do anything for this to happen. It just does. We mature emotionally when we are willing to do the work to allow all emotions. Most of us were not taught to allow emotions, so we need to learn this. We need to learn to do it as adults. Many of our parents are still functioning as emotional children. They weren't taught the concept either. And one of the greatest signs of growth is our willingness to feel all emotions. And we don't do it all the time. Again, this work isn't a we're not going to be perfect. It's a willingness to try. It's also the most difficult thing to do. Our brain tells us that it's dangerous. We don't want to feel many of the emotions. This, it isn't dangerous, of course, feeling our emotions. Our emotions can't hurt us. They don't always feel pleasant. However, they can't hurt us. We are responsible for our thoughts and therefore responsible for our feelings. Emotional immaturity or childhood is when we blame others for how we feel, for how we act, and for the results of our lives. And we do this a lot as humans. And again, why is it such a common problem? We weren't taught how to be emotional adults. We didn't learn it at home. We didn't learn it at school or church. However, once we become adults, we develop the ability to consider our thoughts. We can decide what to think and feel, no matter what anyone around us does. And children aren't really capable of doing this. They think that what is going on around them causes their feelings. And it's because we're actually taught that. We're taught that other people's actions cause our feelings. People say all the time, did they hurt your feelings when they did that? You make me so happy. You make me so mad. The idea that other people's actions cause our feelings is ingrained in us. And many people continue to believe this as adults. 
And this can cause us to get stuck in blame. We blame our husbands, our mother-in-laws, our parents, our bosses, the government, our neighbors. We blame them for not only how we feel, but for our actions and then the results of our lives. This sounds pretty miserable when I think about it. How about you? The only way we can achieve emotional maturity is to take responsibility for ourselves. We can take responsibility for our pain and our joy, not expecting others to, quote unquote, make us happy. Not expecting others to make us feel secure. We need to understand that we are the ones who hurt our feelings. And we do this by the thoughts we think. And we can have boundaries around what we will permit others to say and do to us. Things that impact us. And this is not easily done, this taking responsibility for ourselves. However, it is worth work worth doing. We, if we don't learn this skill, we can feel like a victim our whole lives. You may believe that it is your husband's actions that are causing you to feel insecure. I get it. I've been through this. Do you want to give him this power over you? Now, your feeling of inadequacy or insecurity is caused by your thoughts. And you most likely had these thoughts before you knew your husband. Think about that. You most likely had these thoughts before you knew about his behaviors. And your brain has held on to the idea that his actions are the cause of your feelings. These feelings may come and go. These feelings of inadequacy or insecurity. And when you learn of your husband's choices, it jumps to the forefront of your mind with such force that you believe that it's his actions that are the cause of your feelings. The truth is we all have insecurities. When we were young, maybe around, I don't know, two or three We thought we were amazing. We had all the confidence in the world. We thought the world revolved around us. And then we have experiences that change those thoughts that we have. People say things. People do things. And we start believing that we aren't as amazing as we once thought. We start believing the thoughts that we are having. We believe the messages that we hear. When we believe these thoughts, we feel insecure. Another truth is that we are all 100% lovable and of infinite worth. No matter what, we are inherently divine. Nothing we can do can change that. Our worth comes from who we are, children of heavenly parents. When we know this as a truth, 
we can combat, combat the thoughts that bring insecurity. And we can acknowledge that we are human and therefore inherently flawed. That's the way it's supposed to be in this human experience. We can own our own amazingness and our messiness. We can take responsibility for ourselves. All of it. Our worst choices are fueled by our emotional childhood. When we choose not to be responsible for our feelings, we also refuse to take responsibility for our actions. Emotional adulthood occurs when we take responsibility for our feelings. We make choices intentionally for how we want to feel. This is where we get to become who we want to be. When we allow ourselves to feel all the feels. When we process our emotion. When we take responsibility for ourselves, we are in emotional adulthood. No avoiding, no distracting, no buffering, no judgment. When we come from a clean place, we take actions that produce the results that we want. And we realize that we are human and we will not be perfect in any of this. We can try our best and we will not always succeed. Remember, life is 50-50 and we are imperfect beings trying to become the person we want to be. So what effect does emotional childhood have on relationships? Do you give your husband power over the way you feel? Do you believe that he is supposed to make you happy? I did. I wouldn't admit it. I don't now. I don't think it is my husband's responsibility to make me happy. And sometimes I still give him power over how I feel. I do sometimes. Because this is all a work in progress. I still sometimes think that when my husband does something or doesn't do something, I sometimes think he makes me feel disappointed or irritated or sad or judgy. I give my power away. And then I remember my skills and I use my skills. I get to challenge my thoughts. I get to feel the feels. I get to keep it clean, process the feelings. I get to allow him to be him and remember that his choices mean nothing about me. And I get to hold boundaries. I get to pull myself out of blaming him for how I feel. And there can be a lot of clean pain in there. It takes some sorting out for sure. When you take responsibility for your own happiness, you don't depend on your husband to make you happy. They can absolutely act in ways that you like or ways that you dislike, ways that you prefer or don't prefer. You will have thoughts about them and the things they do. And 
those thoughts will cause you to feel feelings. When you wait for him to meet your needs, to make you happy, you give him power. And if he doesn't do what you want him to do, you might wait a really long time and you risk getting stuck in victim. You can choose to be the hero, not the victim. Take responsibility for yourself. Don't delegate your responsibility to anyone else. Choose how you want to live your life. Be the kind of person you want to be no matter what others do. When you come from a place of emotional maturity, you won't act mean or cruel or unkind because you aren't trying to control what's not yours. That's when people show up that way. They want to control things that they can't control. You won't expect others to be different than they are. Remember that expectations are different than hope. When it comes to our husband's unwanted behavior, we may say that we expect them to be different, to change. I can say that I expect my husband to be honest with me. More accurately, I hope that my husband will be honest with me. I want him to be honest with me. It is his responsibility to be honest if that is the kind of person he wants to be. He gets to do his own work and I have the agency to end our relationship if he chooses not to be the kind of person I want to be married to. Expectations set us up for disappointment. Have you heard the saying, unvoiced expectation is planned disappointment? (coughs) Excuse me, silent reflex again. Um, I'll repeat that. Unvoiced expectation is planned disappointment. Well, did you know that voiced expectation can lead to disappointment also? We can have expectations. And if others don't want to meet those expectations, we will be disappointed. And we can allow that disappointment and know that it doesn't mean anything about us. The fact is that someone else doesn't want to meet our expectation. That says something about them. We hear about unreasonable expectations. Well, they're only unreasonable because we think they are, or someone else thinks they are. (laughs) What is reasonable to some is unreasonable to others. Thoughts. (laughs) So emotional maturity, or emotional adulthood, is our goal. Even when we learn the skills, we will sometimes get it wrong. As emotionally mature people, we take responsibility for our mistakes. We don't blame others for our feelings or actions. 
We apologize when we don't show up as we want to. As we are learning this, it's important to have patience and compassion for ourselves. We are going to mess it up. So I invite you to take a look at your own life. Where are you showing up as an emotional child? You can make a list if you want to. Where do you place blame? When do you feel like a victim? When do you feel entitled to something that you haven't worked for? In what ways do you give power to other people? In what ways do you want to take more responsibility for yourself? This can be a powerful exercise for your growth. Recovery is a great place to grow up. It can be such a catalyst for change. Working toward emotional adulthood is a great step toward making your life better than before betrayal. Give it a try. Talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining me. I hope that what I have shared today is helpful and hope-filled for you. If you know someone that would find this podcast helpful, please share it. If you have questions about this or any topic that you'd like to understand more deeply, to help you take responsibility for your own happiness, to find growth and healing from what you have experienced, please go to betterthanbeforebetrayal.com and schedule a time to chat with me. I'd love to answer questions for you. 